as you guys know, there's no other sport like hockey. From the fast tempo, to the fights, to the highlight reel plays, and there's no better way to make it more exciting than betting on it. By understanding the details of each game, you can turn that knowledge into cold hard cash with mybookie.ag. Nobody gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie has the best payouts and better odds than any other sports book. You can risk a little or a lot on as many games as you want. And if you join right now with the promo code THPN, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. So that means if you deposit $100, you get an extra $50 to play with. Deposit $200, get an extra $100 to play with in free wagers. Just use that promo code THPN to activate the offer and take advantage of this. Folks, visit mybookie.ag today. Use the promo code THPN, mybookie. You play, you win, you get paid. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello and welcome to the Stick Hungry Podcast, your home of the San Jose Sharks on the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm producer T. As always, I'm joined by Dylan. Dylan, how are you doing? Not too bad, man. Uh, hockey's back. Yeah. Well, real hockey's back. Yeah. It kind of, you know, it makes me wonder how we do it over the summer months. How do we go for like I, three I months without any hockey? That I don't was, know how we do that it. That all-star break really did feel like a, a, a quite a big break from, from regular season hockey. So, And we, we were um, struggling to find things to talk we about, were. too. I mean, I mean, we were. I mean, it's only been a game, so this one's a little bit of a, of a dry epi again. Yeah, well, hey, I mean, it's, it's not a full course meal that we yeah, have exactly. it's a little happy exactly it's but, fine but it's like a meat appy so it's, it's, not, it's not like it's no bread it's no bread or something we gotta no win bread. here folks yeah, we gotta we, win we on did, our hands we did um yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, well, make sure to follow the pod at Stick Hungry quite, Pod quite, quite on Twitter. I know, look at that twi- Look at that transition, folks, uh, at Stick Hungry Pod on Twitter. You can follow the network at HockeyPodNet. You can follow myself at Producer underscore T-E-E. And you can follow myself at D-Y-L underscore T-H-P-N. Uh, as, you, as we were just talking about there, we have a little bit of a dry pee. Not really, though. we got plenty coming yeah. your way. we got uh, some nice uh, call-in it's, it's from a dry Solomon. Rib, it's a dry rib appy episode. There you go. We got a, a nice call-in from Solomon, and nice long ones with some great points uh, before yeah. and after the game, which was pretty interesting. No, great call. And, you know, yeah. it was so long, we almost made this episode, you know, featured <laughs> with Solomon Strader. We, but we, no. we still could, you know. We and, could. And it's a great addition. 
session. So, but a uh, great call, great yeah, call. Definitely. One day we got to call this guy up and actually have you know Live. a conversation with yeah, him because totally. this guy, he's like a shark diehard. Right? Yeah, do the opposite. You know, we got to Canucks diehard like with Tyler and bring a yeah, bring, bring a shark diehard on. Well, like we, we we've are. been waiting. We've been waiting for someone to, have, to message us and be have. like, hey, man, I just really want to come on the podcast. You know, and we're open to that. Offers there, folks. Um, as I just mentioned, we do have a win as well, a game breakdown. Uh, nice to get a W to start off this tough streak and very important streak, as we talked about a little bit last episode. We'll get into that as well as some uh, some other hot topics, folks. We've got uh, Tankathon, a hockey history classic old hockey history oh, i love it and then uh we've got a brand new poll question as always as mentioned you can find that at stick hungry pod on twitter shall we get into it dylan let's get right into it this sounds like a packed show actually we it were does. talking about it before we were like i don't know if there's gonna be much i, here, I was but, like running wow. i was like whoa i'm listing stuff off here i was start, starting to sound like ra listing off uh, seattle <laughs> i thought you're getting a little worried there a little some sweat rolling down your cheek i see <laughs> did you do you hear that one where, where uh, the spit and chicklets shout out where uh-huh. uh, ra was listing off all the different names oh yeah for, they, they rip on, oh, them for, on, on all, for all the time, the time. Yeah. for that i love it it, it was pretty funny though. um speaking uh. of long uh things i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> should we get into the open phone first because we do have some great points from solomon um and and it is a, n- a nice long one full of uh, some great points so uh folks here it is Pistic hungry podcast uh it's, it's solomon again <sighs> i'm gonna be honest times are tough right now as a sharks fan um hard to watch in games it's hard to get excited about the team uh, it's tough, tough, tough times. Um, I've been a Sharks fan for a while, and last year they were in a slump, but they won, I think, 10 games in a row, points out of their 12 out of the last 14 games, and almost became the number one seed in the Pacific. This year, uh, we may make the playoffs. I think we will, but I don't know if we'll win the Cup. And, and that's what's disappointing. Uh, last year... I knew we were going to make the playoffs. It was just a matter of who win the cup. And I thought last year we had a great shot at winning the cup. It's had a lot of injuries. But this year, man, I mean, honestly, I, I, I want the team to make the playoffs. I know the boys want to make the playoffs. But, you know, it, my only thing is, what's the point? We make the playoffs, and do we have what it takes to win a cup? I mean, we have been used to making the playoffs for the past, what, 15 years now. We've made the playoffs in a row, and we have we went from Stanley Cup Finals to first-round exit, second-round exit, and last year, third-round exit, and now this year. I mean, the expectations are winning a cup. We've been to the playoffs. We've, we've done everything we needed to do. So my only thing is, we make the playoffs this year, and, I mean, do we have any chance of winning the cup? Let's say we make it past the first round. Can we make it past the second round? I I really don't think we can. I don't think we can beat Vegas. Vegas is a very good team. We haven't beat them this year at all. And I know last year we beat them, but it took a miracle. So this year, I don't really see why how, how we could. Um, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver. I, I just don't know. And this year, everything that can go wrong has gone wrong. I mean, this is really Murphy's Law. 
you know, anything that can happen will happen. This year we've had goaltending, we've had power play, we've had forwards, defensemen, centermen, wingers, everyone has just been pretty lackadaisical, except Hurdle and, and maybe Carlson, that's it. So it's tough to watch games. Sharks play tonight against An- Anaheim. I know they want to turn it around, but, man, it's just very hard to be a Sharks fan because even if we do make the playoffs, I have very little hope or faith that we will win a cup this year, and that's what I want, to win a cup. I, I just I feel like the window is, is already closed. Hey, boys. I know I left a message yesterday kind of going on a bit of a rant on why I should watch Sharks hockey. Well, I gave it a chance yesterday when the Sharks played the Ducks, and... I don't know. I have to kind of take something back. I, I know it's just the first game back, and there's still a long way to go, but Sharks look good. I allowed, I think, 20, 28 shots. Um, did allow a power play goal, but not not really any slip-ups that I really thought were serious. Uh, Patty played great, obviously. The whole goal song thing was pretty cool, the Hukuna Matata, so maybe the Sharks are trending upward. I don't know, but I'm a bit more happier, a bit more optimistic. So just an update on the current shark situation in Solomon's world. Great, great call from Solomon. Oh, wow. We got a, a lot to digest What there. a range of emotions there. Wow. Um, yeah, so obviously it was two calls from Solomon. Yeah, a few um, things to digest in that one. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So one the first, pre-game, pre-game, right? Pre- one pre-ducks, yeah. yeah one pre-duck. post-ducks. Pre-duck meal and one <laughs> one post-meal. We're liking the food uh, food. Yeah, he, was, he, was, he looked thingies. on Yelp and he saw some <laughs> poor reviews for this restaurant. He went yeah. anyways. He came out very satisfied. Very, very satisfied. He came out with a five-star rating. You know, that duck really, that crispy duck. Uh, they just hired God. a new chef and he happened to be there day one uh, before the guy before the guy left. <laughs> oh, yeah, that crispy, you know, brand new chef, crispy duck. Wham, bam, Patrick Marlowe might as well be been the chef. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, you know, he, he made... Some interesting points I thought of throughout yep. that call, Dylan. Uh, you can definitely tell that Solomon, he's a loyal fan to this show, but also a very loyal fan to the to San Jose Sharks because, I mean, that first, even the the first call, which I'm I, I'm feeling was quite a pessimistic call in his mind. I th- the I thought the fact that he's like, I think we're still gonna make the playoffs, just not win the cup. Man, I don't think we're making the playoffs, Solomon. I don't know, Solomon. It's it's tough. Like we, like we said, if we win the next four out of five, okay, we have a chance. We won the game against Anaheim, so there you have it. But but that call was before the Anaheim win, so I, I don't know. I th- I think Solomon's being being a little optimistic, which Do you is think fine. Now he's thinking that we're going to win the cup because we beat no, Anaheim no, Ducks. And I, we're I, on a three game losing skid as it is. No, he well, and he mentioned in the call too. I think he said, you know, we're not. We're not good enough to win the cup if we make the playoffs this year. Yeah, so, I don't think we're making it anyway. No, I, I, if I was to put money on it right now, I'll be honest, folks, I would not put money on the San Jose Sharks making the playoffs. There you have that's, it, That's folks. not the safe bet. Hot, hot take from Dylan's gambling <laughs> that's, corner. That's R.A., <laughs> watch your back. He's gone. <laughs> He's right. coming for you. Uh, um, love that clip it's my I love favorite it. one you gotta let it drop uh you know thanks again to solomon for calling in. we love the call-ins uh and, and it's great to see how the fans are are feeling about this team and that we're 
pretty much similar in that it's been hard to be a Sharks fan this year. So, uh, well, you you look at the two calls. The first one, he was a little, you know, it was a little darker. I'd yep. say the second call, he was pretty stoked after the win. And I think that just goes to show, you know, this whole San Jose Sharks season. You know, you you see a couple flashes, and you're like, For you know sure. what? I want to believe in this team. This team yeah. looks like a playoff team. Then the next two games, you're thinking, well, you know, where's our first round draft pick? Yeah, exactly. And this kind of that that call kind of naturally leads into into a bit of a quick game breakdown um, against the Ducks. Uh, you know, it was a four two win. There was some definite improvements I felt, but it was still. Uh, a Ducks team that's not very, very well. This good, is really. yeah. This this is a weak Ducks team. This is a team that's at the bottom of the division uh, along with us. Yeah. But we got to believe that we're we're better than this team, and we didn't completely dominate them. I mean, I saw a few breakdowns from our Sharks defense. I For mean, sure. Dell made a couple great snags. Yep. In, in that again. Yeah, Dell actually had a had a pretty damn good game. But yep. but like I said, some some breakdowns from our defense. I know that's nothing new, oh. but that's something that has to change. And I mean, it's great to get that offense going. You know, Patrick. Marlowe was out there buzzing that that defense needs to come to come together totally I think it's a big factor in this and something that uh, also that Solomon alluded to is that there's so it's more than just goaltending I know that that's been the highlight of, of especially this earlier in the season but I think people are starting to realize now there's a hell of a lot more wrong with this with this team this year yeah than just goaltending and one of the biggest factors is is defense and when you look that we're spending most of our cap on defense that's a little worrying right and uh so and you're not getting the results right so that, exactly, that's the problem exactly here. so like you said we need to win for the next five to still have hope um the next game we're taking on the uh, canucks team mm-hmm. uh, just off the back of a win against uh reigning champion st louis you know it's not going to be an easy easy game at all they're absolutely buzzing uh, I did read that Jones will be in that. I, how do you feel about that, Dylan? I, I, I didn't feel like that Dell had a bad game at all. I, I, I think it's a bit of a risk to, to, to go with Jones at this point. Yeah, I guess you know Martin Jones playing the hometown team. He's a Vancouver boy, right? I don't know if that. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know if that has a factor. Fire. Maybe. I mean, I don't you know, know if that's a factor at all. But okay. I, I would agree. I think right now you got to look at Aaron Dell like he's the starter. I, I, I'll, I'll be quite honest for sure. To, to I think it was a big statement that after the long break they came in with with Dell. Yeah, and to see him perform quite well, made like I said, some big big saves. Um, nothing really that he could have done. They were, they were like you said, I mean, it was more defense, defensive lapses than anything else on the goals. He got yeah. absolutely well, yeah. That was, that was what to say that on one the, dangle. Oh, on the breakaway, Andre Kasha, I believe. I, it's hard to follow the goalie one on one because it is such yeah. a difficult thing. But oh, he got absolutely I mean, yeah. Some just, some whew. fan found his jock strap up in the rafters Honestly, of the SAP Center. If you've ever seen an ankle break but a goalie version, that his, it's that. His wow. helmet almost came flying off. That's how. Bad. He had he a whiplash from going the other way. Like <laughs> that's square. Wow. Well, so but other than that, great game. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. Well, Jones in net. Uh, by the next, by this time, by the time this episode is aired, that game mm-hmm. will have uh, played. Right. Right. Um, but uh, so we'll have a better idea of you know how the season's looking. So on Sunday when we record next, which is Super Bowl, which is also you know with with the uh, San Jose being so close to the Bay Area. Oh yeah. I know a lot of people are going to be stoked. <laughs> on the, no one's going to be listed. Nope. This on that Monday. No, but big shout out to the 49ers, and I know that a lot of our fans will be uh, mutual fans of that. So, uh, oh, absolutely, big shout out to them. Congratulations! But also, so by by Sunday, we'll have the Canucks in the Lightning games over with, yeah. right? And I think that will 
really swing the pendulum one way or another. Like like I've said, totally. th- this five-game stretch, yeah. I'm marking it down. This is the deciding factor of this season. And we can officially be doom and gloom after the yeah. next five games if, if we've lost three of the next five. I agree. So maybe this is a, a topic that we'll revisit again on um, Sunday after these games. But yeah. uh, let's get into maybe some of the news that we've been seeing around this Sharks team in the league. So, like I said, we'll be talking about this again on Sunday, but th- there's been a couple big articles released this week. Um, the rumor mill is the hot. The rumor mill is hot, where uh, the, the Sharks are a selling team. That's what the, the, the rumor mill is. You know, there's been rumors with uh, Brendan Dillon coming up un- unrestricted and having a, quite a good year in a, in a, in a poor team. Um, he's been playing very well, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got... The biggest names, though, coming out has been that Thornton, not only just Thornton, but Marlowe as well, might be shopped around uh, for some picks. Uh, Dylan, what do you what do you feel about this um, at this point of the year? Well, it's it's really a tough call, but at the end of the day, I think fans, I think they kind of forget. You know, Joe Thornton played for the Boston Bruins eight seasons, yeah. eight full NHL seasons, had a hell of a career there. Um, you know, Patrick Marlowe's played for different franchises. He's moved on to the Toronto Maple Leafs. For sure. So I don't think they're as untouchable as people once thought. So I think the idea of of moving them might shake people the wrong way. But I think if the options are there, I don't think there's any harm in exploring it. I really don't. No, I, I agree. What what I think it will be a big factor or something that's interesting about this is who who's going to approach who about this, right? Uh, did the Sharks react when maybe the Bruins come knocking and saying, hey, look, I know that you guys are struggling. And uh, that's just one option of a team, too. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. So, you know, you, what if, you know, another contender like the Caps come in and ask, for, you know, maybe go yeah. Thornton and they'll trade. You know, there's there's a lot of different ways. Or what if Thornton goes up to, to Doug Wilson and say, look, I, I'm, this is my last year. I, I want to run. I want to win a Stanley Cup. I make this happen. Same with Marlowe, right? Yeah. They could easily turn like that. And we can't really hold it against the guys. No, we can't. And, and I think, you know, at that point, the, the only way I see, you know, Thornton or Marlowe approaching Doug Wilson is, you know, the week of the trade deadline, and we're clearly out of the yeah. playoffs. I think right now, Especially Joe Thornton. I think his head's too into it right now to yeah. even consider something like that. He's still very much in a playoff battle. Yeah, they're still they're still fighting for the playoffs, and they are still in it. Like we said, they got to win a bunch of games here, but you know they're still in the battle. Well, you know, Eric Carlson was um, quoted in, in between um, periods. I think it was a couple of weeks ago, just before the All Star break. I, I forgot to mention it, but you know, he made quite a stir because he he seemed to kind of concede that the the. The year was already over in 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 a lot of sense, and that uh, that it was just a, a battle to you know it was basically a write off season already. And, and at yeah. this point last year, the Blues were where were where they were at the bottom lot of the standings, last, yeah. right? And and they came back, but I bet you none of them were saying things like that. So I just I don't know. I I agree that Thornton's very much into it, but uh, and, if, and if he starts to lose heart and that the other guys around him aren't, I can, I could I do see him kind of. 
maybe being attracted to somewhere else. Yeah, I think so. I, I think a lot of teams would be interested in both those players, let's be honest. Um, another name, Kevin LeBanc, has been rumored to uh, yep. one out of San Jose, actually. I don't know if we mentioned it last podcast, but it, it's it's been reported that he actually wants to be traded. Really? Last year, we gave him, or he gave us that amazing $1 million deal, that yeah. home discount, um, and now it looks like he wants out. Yeah, so. and you, you can't blame him, um, you know. The pieces are... I don't see the pieces there. I, maybe some of the players themselves aren't seeing the pieces there for a rebound year next year, and it's time to jump ship. But uh, um, one thing that was very exciting uh, again uh, for Marlowe that uh, happened against the Ducks was that he became the first player in uh, franchise history to get 1,100 points. Uh, hell of an achievement, Dylan. Yeah, and, and man, just watching him against those Anaheim Ducks... He still has the oh. wheels. He he wheeled past three uh, Anaheim Ducks in the neutral zone to get that one breakaway goal. Slotted it right away Just as well. Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Beautiful. Um, yeah, and you know the arena ribbon on him a little bit with that uh, with that goal song. Since he hasn't chosen right, one yet, right. uh, his wife getting in on it on Twitter. We I thought that was pretty funny, Dylan. Yeah, we were talking about it. Uh, what would your uh, goal song be if you had to choose a goal? I don't song? know. I, I I was thinking something from Fifty Cent. You know, some classic. Right. Just absolutely gangster stuff we were talking well, to some, both talk yeah. about similar stuff like that yeah but. we uh we actually had two you know what why don't we play the first one I'll, I'll go with i'll go with the game song i'll go with this one okay okay and uh i you know what? i'll stick with how, how do you like that one you that, like, that one yeah. that one is a classic and you know what? i love that game uh, that 50 cent that early you know that newer wave gangster from like dre and them but still you know, I don't in know, the, just, like just 05 to yeah, 2010 exactly, region, that kind exactly. of area. Yeah. So uh, going with that, I, I think I'm going to make this one mine. Boom, there you have it, oh, folks. Oh, man. There you go. Uh, those are our picks. Make sure if you, if you have they any... They might blow the speakers out of the <laughs> SAP Center, I'm going to be honest. If you have any suggestions or if you have anything that or what you would like to be your song, make sure to tweet us that at StickHungryPod. Um, before we head on over uh, to our next segment, I, we did want to kind of mention that there has been uh, a new... Approval for a new arena in uh, San Jose. for Not a new arena, sorry, an expansion on the current one. Uh, very exciting, Dylan. Yeah, very exciting. Not the SAP Center, nope. not where the San Jose the Sharks play, uh, but for the, like you said, the practice arena. I think it's First America or something like this. First something? America, yeah. They're, yeah. they're expanding it, though, 200,000 square feet. The biggest ice arena or facility on the west side of the Mississippi. Yeah, west of the Mississippi, folks. How about that? There's um, going to be six yeah, ice surfaces. Six ice rinks in there amazing so uh there's i think i read that that might be the new home of the barracuda though yeah it's also going to be home because of the, they're of currently the sharing with the, at the, the, at the sap so i i feel like that's a good thing great thing you know no it's, maybe it's a, a great new, move a bit more fans out there well it's it's um, a 4200 um seat arena so you know you perfect. have a chance of filling that up at the for sap sure. center like it, it's disheartening going into a rink that's empty for sure i i think it hurts players development when they don't get to learn that home homes arena well you, um, you, you don't pressure get as ex well, you exactly know? i think there's a lot of pressure that comes with you know you go to a, a home game and and the place is packed it's tight you totally. can feel that pressure that tense pressure in the air you yeah, know yeah and you know it's it's always fantastic to have um grassroots arenas right in the community uh, it's yeah. always just going to benefit hockey 
not just for the NHL, but for San Jose and hockey from California. You know, I know that the NHL has really pushed for um, diversifying where the talent's coming from. And uh, this is just the next step towards that. And a, a bigger step towards the relationship with the city, which is always great to see. Yeah, amazing move. Hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully in 18 years at the NHL draft, we start seeing some more uh, San Jose boys. You will, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Hey, you know, th- and you this see will the be Arizona part of that. boys coming out of there with some big names, obviously Matthews among them. Um, and, it, and some, I mean, NHL guys like sticking around the Bay Area. Totally, you know. And I, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to play on the rink and then step out to the beach every day? Yeah, I know. You, you know, go the to the sun, arena in your sandals, oh, man. That beautiful. Mean, how are you? It's beautiful. Um, so, yeah, there you have it, folks. There's some hot topics. Uh, shall we jump on over to Tankathon? Even though we did do <laughs> yeah. a win, we're, we're going to, we, we still are, are we're still dead quite a bit away out of there. So, we're going to jump on over to Tankathon. All right, folks. It's Tankathon. It's Tankathon time. We, you, I think we know how this works by now, right? We've done it everybody a few knows times. how it works. We'll do. Where are we though? Where are we right now? Oh, we're six still, folks. Oh, number six. Still number six. Lonely number six. Well, and you know, since Ottawa owners, Ottawa is five and six. I Oof. will be honest though. We have the best record in our last five games of the bottom ten teams. Wow. So that's that's hell of a stat, that's something. Hell of a stat. Hashtag stat guy. Um, oh, all that's right. Sad. So we're gonna do the simulator three times. Yep. Once for myself. Once for producer T. And one for the podcast who's uh who's going first you do the honorary role it's mine all yeah. right here we go folks but, uh, bum, bum, bum. but the first <laughs> overall draft pick god wow. damn it the chicago blackhawks they always seem to move Crazy. up it's ridiculous moving up 10 spots 10 whole spots they move to number one the number two draft pick the anaheim ducks moving up two spots not too bad and oh. number three the Ottawa Senators via the San Jose Sharks moving up three spots into spot number three. That's a killer. That's a, that's a stinger. Oh, that hurts. That hurts. Um, there's not much we can really say There's not say much about to say that. about that. That, that, yeah. that really hurts that. That could be of ours, you know, such a tanking year. I would not, I, you know, <sighs> Chicago moving up 10 spots. That's insane. And then Anaheim also, you know, rival. in-state rival. They For move sure. up two spots, one ahead of us, and then Ottawa gets our pick. Just us, Travis. And then how about Detroit also moving down three spots? You know, I mean, that's such that's a dumpster just, fire year there. That's having. rough. All right, uh, here you go. Producer right. T's roll. Hopefully I'm this one's better. Go. Here we go, folks. Da, da, ba, ba. Okay, okay, here we go. Right. Detroit gets to keep their number one spot on my roll here. The Anaheim Ducks uh, keep the number two spots, moving up two positions from the original. And filling out the top three is Minnesota, moving up six spots. Uh, your San Jose pick in Ottawa moved down one to seven. So, uh, not too bad, really. Uh, not you a know, bad draft. You no, know what? I'll be honest. Good for Minnesota, I guess. Right now... I'm kind of rooting for the Red Wings. Like I really totally. want them you know, to have they're, they're, that first overall. Such a bad year, man. Like, and cool. and they're they not a team it. that necessarily went into it like Buffalo a few years ago when they were tanking for McDavid. Yeah, it, it didn't work. But they were like public about it. We're tanking. This yeah. is a Detroit team that's just that just <laughs> it's just poor. Nothing's gone Piss right. Poor. Piss poor. And here we go. Speaking of piss poor, for, here's our third yeah, roll. For the stick and rink 
fans. We're about the to stick hit hungry it. fans. Stick, I mean, stick if, if, if you're a stick and rake fan, you might want to listen uh, to that's our uh, our Vancouver Canucks yeah, podcast. Yeah, we used to do friends. it back in the day, or you know, kind of. Yeah, it's, really, uh, so. it's a long story. So anyway, stick hungry. Moving up six spots wow. to the first overall spot, the Montreal Canadiens. Canadiens? Was that French? I don't really I know what don't, that was. Canadians? Don't quite know what that. No, let's let's stop. Let yeah, number two overall pick, the Los Angeles Kings. Not moving Big there. Big shout out to the Kings Den. Uh, number three spot. Uh, the Ottawa Senators <laughs> from the San Jose Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> the old, uh, that's twice now. The, that's the old DMX grunt. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. I love that. The DMX park. <laughs> uh, uh, so, you know, that's twice there that San Jose moved, moved up positions. And that's de- definitely a possibility in this draft. It, the, the that does nothing going. for me. You know, does no, nothing for me, it's, folks. It's sad. It's sad. Uh, moving on quickly from that segment then, since it was yeah. quite a sad one, since Ottawa <laughs> really did come out on top a few times, we're going to throw it back to our favorite favorite segment Fan of our show too uh we're gonna throw it on over to hockey history january 30th folks all right folks it's time for this day in hockey history uh we love it it is january 30th for uh when we're uh this is airing, right? We're this <laughs> yeah, this airs day. on January 30th. So, uh, we're, we're on getting, the 28th right now. We're uh, a yeah. couple steps behind. Yeah, I like the music we got playing is behind brand us. brand new, and I, I think this well, is going to be a running. Brand new to us. I think this music was actually made in no, like 1924. Should, but. No, this is a brand new banger from Tanger, Dylan. <laughs> no, no, I meant brand new for our segment. Uh, Big shout out to it. the uh, U.S. Marines Army Band. There you go. <laughs> or Navy Band. Sorry. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Marines uh, Army Band. This day in hockey history, folks. Dylan, how about you take the first? Oh, my God. All right, January 30th, 1947, Montreal goalie Bill Dernan. Dernan. Dumman? No, it's that's an R. Dernan, you're yeah, right. Wow, that is a, that's a tough one. Dernan recorded his ninth career shutout, and Toe Blake Toe? scored a goal and had an assist in a 2-0 Canadians win against Toronto. Word is, Toe actually <laughs> kicked both those goals in. Uh, um, all right, here we go. <laughs> Uh, the next one oh, is here's a good one. January 30th, 1991. Wayne Gretzky, the mighty one, recorded his 100th point of the season for 12th straight year, extending his NHL record. The milestone came in a 4-2 Kings loss to the New Jersey Devils. Oh, how's that? Uh, uh, how's the that great for a one stat? right there, Wayne Gretz. Oh, here we go, folks. January Ooh, 30th. Look at this one, hometown. <laughs> 2003, Owen Nolan tied a San Jose team record with a goal in his sixth consecutive game. How are you? In a 4-3 loss to the visiting Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. I wish they sticked with that. Yeah. Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Uh, Nolan scored eight goals in the six games. Owen Nolan, great former San Jose show. Fantastic. We love it when we get a hometown shout out on hockey history. All right. Uh, next one is 1958. Throwing it back. Goaltender Jacques Plant. I said that wrong. How do you say that? It's Jacques. No, okay. Jacques. Jacques oui? <laughs> Are you shitting me? Uh, goaltender Jacques. What is it? Plant? Plant. Jacques no. Plant. Oh, my God. Uh, folks, you love it. Goaltender uh. Jacques Plant. I apologize. Recorded his 30th career shutout. Dickie Moore. That one I got right. Scored two goals and added two assists. And Don Marshall. <laughs> good old names. Don Marshall. 
had a goal and three assists as the Canadian won seven nothing over Detroit at the Forum. Something I wouldn't be surprised to see this year. No, absolutely not. So uh, next one, January thirtieth, nineteen ninety three. Host of the Stick Hungry podcast is born. That's actually my birthday. Oh really? Look at that. Oh man. There we go. So uh, that's this day in hockey history. Great, great segment. That was fan, a fantastic. Fan favorite. All right, let's move on to the last segment. Let's break down the poll questions. Poll question time. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, it's time for the poll question. But Oh, that was supposed to be a drum roll. That yeah, I don't know. Wrong drum. Um, I'm really anyways, bad at drums, folks. Yeah, you can find the poll question on Twitter. Yes. At Stick Hungry Pod. Always we, new poll questions man, for you, folks. We, we got a lot of, of stuff going on on that Twitter page. It, yeah, we it gets do. a little nuts sometimes. Like it, with, it the, does. with the whole Tyler G People thing. People get feisty, but they don't call in, apparently. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Come on, folks. Get calling. Um, get calling in. Um, so here's the poll question. Read though. it out. Let's go. Will Doug Wilson approach Marlowe or Thornton for a trade this season? Uh, the options are yes, Joe Thornton, yes, Patrick Marlowe, yes to both, and no to both. Uh, you know, keeping because we wanted uh, to, to get the the opinions of the the people on this one because we did have quite a good talk. That, on that it. is the point of the poll. Yes, question. it is the point of the poll question, and that's why we did it, folks. So, Dylan, what do the people think? Because we both said it could be a possibility for both of them. I feel that that's what we we, we uh, ended up. So, let's see what the people think. So, people think yes, Thornton twenty five percent, twenty five percent think quarter, quarter. Wilson will approach Doug. Uh, Joe Thornton, <laughs> Doug Wilson Thornton. will approach Doug. Yeah, <laughs> look in the mirror, Doug. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> you do this, Doug. You can do it. You can talk to Joe. Um, uh, yes to Marlowe, only 4%. Okay. A lot less. Uh, yes to both, though, 31%. Okay. No to both, 40%. So only 40% so are saying 40% no. 40% saying no. And then I'm not surprised by the, the 4% only saying Marlowe because I think the only way that they start shopping is if if Thornton goes, if that makes sense. Yeah. And Marlowe, I mean, he moved back to San Jose. And we he signed waited. him. Like, yeah. He waited around for us to sign him. I'm sure he had some offers. Like, I mean, he's yeah. a good player. He, he, there's he some wants, loyalty here. You know, he, I don't think he would go. I don't think he'd want to go. He has a no trade. I mean, and he, he'd left already. He tried totally, that. All. Totally. I think Thornton, I agree with the fans is more likely both. I was surprised that at 31, um, yeah. So for me, that means that 31% of them thinks that we should sell up shop. That's how uh, I read that. Yeah, if you're approaching both of those guys, even though you're probably not going to get, I mean, that much return no, from them. No, but you, you can get a couple, you know, maybe a high second round and a mid second round pick, which we've seen those players develop into. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you'll even get that, though. I mean, maybe for a team will throw a, a second round pick for Joe Thornton. That's maybe. what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, I mean, if we got that kind of return, I think you you, you jump all over that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it would suck to see Thornton leave, but it, it would be nice to see him go and actually win a cup somewhere. Yeah, the, it would, that's, it, it, you know, and that's you the know, silver lining here. I hate Boston, but that would be a hell of a thing for that franchise if they managed it would to be. get Jumbo back and, and yeah. go on to win uh, the cup. Again, you know, such a dominant team, and they, they're... 
I don't know how they're dominant again this year, but they're doing it again. They're running the show over there. So it makes it, me sick to it my does, stomach. It does, but it, it would be a hell of a thing to watch. I think for Jumbo especially, but I, he's also a very loyal guy, so I wouldn't be surprised if he, he's not going anywhere. Yeah, but uh, it would be a hell of a storyline, though. Yeah, it would be a hell would, of a storyline. It, it would be great as, as Biz Nasty likes to say, but great content. Great content. Great content. This, you know what was great content? This podcast. This Thank podcast you for joining us. fantastic con- Well, I mean, that's, that's floating around. That's a little there. bit of a reach. Yeah. A little bit of a reach. Reach. Um, yeah, so there you have it, folks. Another episode. Uh, remember to follow the pod at Stick Hungry Pod on Twitter. You can follow myself at producer underscore T E E. You can follow the network at, at Hockey Pod Net. You can follow myself at D Y L underscore T H P N. Remember, there's always great prizes and plenty of competition. Well, I don't know about competition. Yeah, competition. Yeah, all and like everything's competition. Lots of competition. <laughs> lots of interactions across, especially across the Hockey Pod Net and the Stick Hungry Pod pages. Yeah. Check them out, folks. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you on Monday.